Hello, welcome to the Reconnecting to Joy podcast, where we inspire you to embrace a new way of being by helping you reconnect to the joy within you and the world around you. I hope today's episode helps you remember the light you are. Let's get connected. I can't believe this is episode 10 of the podcast already. So for today's episode, I compiled some clips from several of our previous guests um, of them all talking about how to find rest and how to incorporate rest and tips and all of those things. So I've been really needing more rest in this season, so I thought... Maybe you are too, and I'm really excited to share their wisdom with you. My skill set and things like that. And then also just like during the pandemic, it was so... I I like threw myself into my work just to like... Because that was all there was to do. And there was like no there was no way to like mentally rest and so like the past like two three years maybe mostly like in the last six months though I was really struggling to find intentional rest and a way to recover from burnout that wasn't in my head I always have to be productive and so finding a productive way to rest without actually being productive but just like trick my brain into like yeah this is you are intentionally resting this is helping you become better at your job but instead of just like numbing out which is what I tend to do when I get stressed is just like throw myself into a Netflix show or a video game or whatever and just like completely numb out from the world and that's not intentional rest that wasn't helping me recover from creative creative burnout and just like being overworked in general and so the the past year I was just trying to like rediscover that rediscover like that spark that I had before the pandemic of like I was excited to go to work I like passion I was like passionate about what I was doing but like just like my motivation to do to do anything was just like gone um and so really, I'm still like still struggling with that. I'm still trying to realize what that I myself am not my work, that I, my identity does not come from how much I accomplish. I'm listen, I knew this. I, I've known this all throughout college that I, I place a lot of my identity in what I do. I knew that's bad. I know, but I didn't really come to terms with it until the past year. And so most recently I took another road trip. Ironically, it seems that I have every major career change before (laughs) or right after a major road trip. So I had a road trip where I like unplugged completely from social and like it was solo. It was by myself and it was so refreshing. It was so needed and necessary to just uh, escape, but escape intentionally and still be doing stuff. I went on hikes. I like jammed in the car to different music. I was able to just like have an empty mind, but like an empty mind at rest versus like an empty mind when you're like playing a video game is just like numb. And I went to bed with no like to-do lists in my head, no planning. It was just so refreshing. Like I love the city. I will 
hopefully probably never actually move away from the city. This is like where I want to live for the rest of my life. The rest of my life is a long time, but at least for the next like 10 years. But it was so nice to leave it just because that's like where all my responsibilities are. That's where all my obligations and where all like the plans in the future is. And while I was on this trip in the middle of nowhere, I went on a road trip from to Arizona and Utah. I went to like five different national parks there. It was nice to just like bask in nature and just be in the moment and be in the present um, and just be unplugged away, away from the world. Not necessarily as an escape, although it was, but just like as a reset for both like my mind and body of just like, oh yes, this is, I remember how it feels to live in the moment. I remember how it feels to enjoy what I'm doing. Um, And so since then, I've really just been chasing after that feeling of just like, yes, this is where, this is where I want to be. This is who, it was just like a refresher of like, yes, this is Kayla. She likes hikes she likes being outdoors and it's just really and she likes doing things and like going out to not necessarily like going out going out but like just like seeing new experiences and just like going on walks and things like that and it's it was so hard to break the inertia especially during the pandemic and working from home of just like well I'm already in my apartment why do I I don't really feel like going out right now and so previously before the pandemic i i would like have plans almost like every night of the week but during the pandemic it turned into like oh i have to work or i had like things i had to do like chores or i had to like work freelance or like i had to i don't know catch up on things instead of just like having plans enjoying them and being in the moment for them those are what i remember of uh that was restorative rest where I was still doing something, but I really felt energized after I did it. And it just like, it takes time to discover those things. And it takes like doing a wide variety of things in order to just like remember and like discover how to effectively rest. Breath work. So it was pretty early on. I, so I got really into meditation and very, very quickly into that journey, found breath work. And well, you know, actually, it was probably, it might have been like eight or eight months or even a year after I started meditating. So I was meditating every day, really getting into like the concept of stillness, using my breath a little bit with that. But when I found breath work, I was like, wow, this is like less talked about, less known about. But it's actually the thing that kind of needs to come first for people because meditation like I would get all these messages on Instagram and people would just be like Leah like I really want to start meditating but like I can't like I just can't and I get it because we are in this fast-paced world we're in a hyper masculine society where doing is the priority right doing defines our success being in stillness being calm being just with ourselves is very uncomfortable so we grab our phones we're addicted to our social media we watch tv we whatever we can do to distract ourselves from feeling our feelings and being present. So it's really, really hard for people to start meditating. And like, I always recommend start with like three minutes at a time or five minutes at a time, like, you know, really baby steps. But when I found breath work, I was like, wow, this is easier because 
it gives you something to do, something to focus on. So you're doing like a specific breathing pattern. So not only is that a lot easier than just trying to sit and do nothing, but then it shuts off the default mode network part of the brain, which is that constant monkey mind chatterbox that won't shut up. And so that makes it a lot easier to then meditate after, to like then flow into a meditative state. And so, and it's also, you know, like I said, I, I know it's funny that I used to have like so much anger, but I really did. I was, you could ask my husband, I was like somebody who had like a short fuse. <laughs> and breath work is a big way that I started to release those repressed emotions too, because with the breathing patterns, it helps to tap into those stuck energies and release them. So it's, it's something to go along with meditation that's like better. But for, for people who are listening who are like, I can't meditate, breathwork is probably a really good place to start. And I know that you kind of show up on the digital platforms in various ways. How do you balance that um, space for you versus showing up and sharing your message with other people? Yeah, well, a couple of things that I've done, because I'm, I'm very addicted to social media, and I go through seasons where I'm, it's not as bad, seasons where it's worse. Something I implemented about a year ago is I don't do any social media in the evenings or on the weekends, and occasionally there'll be a weekend where I decide I want to. That's helped a lot to give myself that space, but then also during the day, I, I mean, even lately, I've been noticing, like, being on it way too much, checking it unconsciously. So just the other day, I got in the mail from Amazon. I ordered a locking box to lock my cell phone in, like set a timer. So I literally locked in there for hours during the day. And that really, because I went 10 days without social media over like the Christmas break, the New Year's break. And I noticed like a huge, huge upburst of creativity and uh, I'm actually working on my second book right now, which is a poetry book. And I, you know, channeled all these poems. It was so like, it was so beautiful and so easy. And it was because I was in that space without social media and without just the constant distraction. Because something that research has found is that the average person takes 23 minutes to bounce back from one distraction. So when you're checking your phone all day long, good luck getting to a point where you're actually being at your, your peak for pro productivity, let alone creativity. When you're always looking at what other people are doing, it's like, where is your own creativity? So definitely locking my phone in a box has been helpful. Yeah, I'm really big on being present in the moment so I don't allow the cell phone to like take over my life. And we cause so many of our own problems. We always need more. I'm like a huge minimalist. And so needing the idea that we always need more, I, this came to me over the years because I remember getting my first brand new car. I was like very, very young. I was like in college. I needed a brand new car. Like why? You know, but it's because I wanted to post a picture of it on Instagram. Literally, I wanted people to think I was successful, right? And I remember thinking, realizing like a week or two later, like, wait, I don't feel any different. Oh my gosh. Like I thought I was going to feel different if I had this car. And then I didn't internalize that. So over the years, it kept being the next thing that I needed that I thought would make me happy. This is like a big theme of my book too, Confessions of an Uncaged Soul. And I, and I came to the realization that like, if we're in the mindset that we always need the next thing to solve our problems, there, that's never going to end because it's a mindset. Whereas being present and being grateful and feeling abundant with what you already have, like that feels so much better. Because it's the wanting that 
drives us crazy. The reason that we do all these things, the reason that we work 60 hours a week, the reason that we need the bigger house, the, re like, the reason we're obsessed with all of these things is because the mind won't shut up about it. The mind wants more, the mind is looking for, so, you know, the next dopamine hit, whatever it is. But that's, so what we actually want isn't the next big house. It's actually, we just want peace from our mind. Like we just want to be in a peaceful state. And we think if I just buy the things my mind is telling me to buy or get the promotion I can't stop thinking about and worrying about, then I'll be at peace. But it doesn't work. Peace is already within you. So it's like tapping into that inner peace. But yeah, my life definitely got a lot better when I started to realize that when my mind is going crazy, wanting the next thing, that doesn't mean that that thing is going to make me happy. Okay, so you've been doing this for a while now. Do you feel like you still have as much joy doing it as you did when you started when you were 10 years old? So I feel like this is a trick question because it's definitely a give and take and you have to balance it like you would a regular job that you're not as passionate about. I've always been super passionate about my business. I've spent my whole life building it. You know, my heart is truly in it. Definitely still hit burnout though. Just like any other job, if you start overworking yourself, the passion's going to die for a little bit and you have to remember to take a step back and remember why you're actually doing it, where your passion lies in that. So I went through about a year period when I was pretty burnt out pretty just exhausted felt like I wasn't getting anywhere wasn't sure like I think every business owner has a period of time where they do want to quit where they kind of lose their purpose in it and they're wondering why am I here but I did a lot of soul searching during that time and I found my passion for it again I found my light and it's been going strong ever since so definitely I'm pretty close I think to as passionate as I was at 10. That's awesome during that soul searching period, what was it that you felt like, like, no, this is what I love. Like, what is it about it that makes you so passionate? So I got stuck in a rut. And when I pulled myself out of the rut and had some time to reflect on it, I'm an artist at heart. That's what I had to make the connection with is that I'm an artist. I meant to create a lot of what was getting me stuck is for one, the baking part, I am a baker, yes, but it's not as creative. You know, those are things you do by routine. And I much prefer to be focusing on design. And baking was taking up a lot of my time at the time. And um, the other part of that is just, I didn't want to work for someone else. I've always wanted to go my own way. I've wanted to make something of myself that nobody else can say, oh, I made her. I put her where she's at in life. Like I wanted to do that for myself. When I remembered that, kind of kicked me back into gear and things started moving up at that point. So what are you doing now to kind of balance your work-life balance? <laughs> so, it is still very difficult to balance. I think that is one of the hardest parts of being a business owner, but it's a good challenge to have because when you are so busy, that's great. Your business is doing amazing but you always have to remember to check in on yourself personally and make sure you're also still doing amazing. Um, I used to work seven days a week, no set hours, just all day, all night. Uh, I try to take two days off now. 
if usually I take one off, I take Sundays off. That is the one day I'm pretty firm about. It's like a reset day and I can go into the week just fresh, restart, ready to go. Um, and also just finding time to do other things that I enjoy outside work. So hobbies, like I really like to paint, which is another like artistic outlet for me. Or I'm in Colorado, hiking and nature and that type of stuff is very much a thing here. And it's nice because there's a culture of that. So all the people are supporting you like, yes, go on this hike with us. Like, oh, check out this really cool spot. And it helps me get out of my little work bubble. Makes it a little bit easier to manage. Yeah, I, I definitely think that everyone feels intuition differently. For me, I usually feel it in my gut and I have little thoughts that just pop into my mind that um, it's possible to ignore them, but they're almost kind of random and just pop into my mind like a little angel put them there. That's what I think of it. And it can take some time to try to figure out how you do feel and how you hear your intuition. So in order to find that, at least for me, what it comes down to is one meditating and clearing out all the noise. So for example, um, with social media, I'm constantly having to come up with new ideas and those do come naturally to me. But if I notice all of a sudden, Hmm, like I'm feeling kind of stagnant, I'm feeling kind of bored. I'm not I haven't had any ideas for a while. I look at my behavior and I realized, oh, like I have not meditated. I have been scrolling on my phone constantly. I have not journaled. So it's all going back to those things, journaling and meditation specifically for me, even just sitting with myself and doing breath work, like things, it's really crazy. You know, everyone talks about meditation, like, Oh, I don't know if it'll help. It it really, really does. And I recommend everyone trying it. So when I first started, I was literally on social media from the start of my day to the very end. And I'm already not that good of a sleeper, but if I'm, if I'm on social media past 9 p.m. even if it's just like 9 10 I won't be able to fall asleep for hours just because a I'm sure the blue light and b I you know I'm responding to people and I have all these ideas churning in my head and all this content you know going into my brain so I have to be and I try to be really strict about the boundaries but I'm not perfect one thing I for sure do I don't look at my phone in the morning until I've done all my basic things. So I don't look at my phone when I wake up until I've gone on my morning walk and I don't go on Instagram and TikTok until I finish breakfast and I read a little bit and, you know, do my morning self-care things. And I try to do the same at night and that helps a lot. Uh, Again, I'm not perfect, but um, the mindset shift that helped me with that is I need to put myself first in order to be able to give the most and to be the most successful. So if I'm waking up and I'm automatically, you know, going on social media, I'm not putting myself first. 
So I, I try to do that. And then I also am able to, like I said earlier, I get more ideas when I'm not scrolling. So I also try to do the mindset shift with that. Like I'm more successful when I take more breaks and more ideas come to me when I have those boundaries. So those are my, my tips that I'm not perfect at, but I try. Thank you so much for listening to the Reconnecting to Joy podcast today. I really hope it inspired you to embrace a more fun, focused way of being. Uh, If you know me, you know that I love just having fun 24-7 and it's something that I really want to share with other people. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and share this with all of your friends so that they can start reconnecting to their joy too. I'll see you next week.